This is the podcast where we take our guests through the quirks of their retail habits, from their best bargains to the times they've been completely ripped off. Welcome to False Economy. Powered by Hot UK Deals, the UK's number one app for deals, discounts and freebies. I'm Vince Slayton, consumer champion, shopaholic and occasional stand-up comedian. And alongside me again today, how lucky are we, the man, the legend, the youngest football manager in the world at the time that you were doing the football managing, it's Paul Watson. Hi, yeah. Well, thanks for making that sound like that had some relevance right? to my, my job here. <laughs> yeah, it's just a new thing I'm trying. I'm just going to give yeah, you no, a like fact it. about you that I know. Is that, how's I that? like it a lot. I'm no, you it. do a fact you know about me. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, are you going to Edinburgh at all, Vince? Because you don't mention it very much. Do you know what I am? I'm taking two shows. Like, you are. But let's not be weird and salesy about it, Paul. I wasn't going to bring it up. Oh, all right. I was well, going to bring it up at the end where it's appropriate. But in the segment where you say, is there anything to plug? Yeah. Yeah, that probably would have been a better <laughs> yeah. place for it. But this is why I don't draw up the, the sort of um, plan. You know, that's that's not my, it's not in my area, that. Well, that's that bit done, isn't it? Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Let's meet our guest. Uh, she's a comedian. She's a musician. And she hosts the brilliant podcast, The Breakup Monologues, that I've been on. There we go. There's a fact you could have shared with me, Paul, that you knew. What I could have shared with you. That I'd been on The Breakup Monologues. The... the brilliant, uh, like, I don't know, like, I was about to call it a dating podcast but it's almost like an anti-dating podcast Ooh. it's like how would you describe it rosie will be oh it's <laughs> lovely to be here and see the multitude of facial expressions it was like going through a breakup i think <laughs> watching your face <laughs> you know we're at the end aren't we like, we're still trying to make it work we're but we're not sure in. we're making we're each other happy anymore <laughs> just like... i suppose i'd describe the podcast as a kind of a therapy self-help comedy podcast because you can have a bit of a laugh and feel better about your breakups because there invariably will be a comedian who's come onto the podcast who's shared something far more embarrassing or humiliating that they've done in the wake of heartbreak and they've come out of it okay so you probably will too it's reassuring for people in the grips of a breakup that there is life out there and there are lessons to be learned but oh you've yeah got, i mean there's a lot yeah. of kind of quite deep chat as well as the fun stuff and uh, yeah you were on with the lovely jordan gray i know it's uh, feels like a long time ago it was only about a year but a lot's happened to both of us since then but i also Similar wanted trajectories to... and different boys that's all. I, I know. And I also wanted to shout out um, Sangeeta was on recently and she met you on my podcast. I know, so I've kind of brought so people together. I like that. I was, yeah, it was delighted. I was delighted to catch up with her, actually, because I've followed her work since then. So that is something that you do bring people to life in such a way that you kind of become invested in them afterwards. So it's, a, yeah, it's a very good podcast and a very good book. I'm because you actually recommended a track on the breakup playlist. I did. I'm in the book. Oh, yeah. God, you really did buy in. So you were I like, so on hard. the podcast, <laughs> bought the book, in the book. It's starting wow. to feel embarrassing now, the more I just... Yeah, it. it's a bit weird, actually. A little intense, yeah. I That's why the, you're here today, to just try and end book. this. This is, this is end game, yeah. This is the final, the final level. <laughs> it's gone very Jeremy Kyle, hasn't it? It has, but do you know what? That's not how this show's going to work, no. Paul, because I'm going to tell you how it's going to work. You've heard it 35 times, so I should ask you, but I'm not confident that you'll nail it. <laughs> <laughs> and that sums up our relationship very well. Would you like to give it a whirl? Uh, so, see, I won't do the bit that says I'm Vic's Layton because that's, that's your bit. So, here's how the show works. We've carefully and scientifically crafted some categories to help us deep dive into our guests' retail habits. And we'll begin, as we always do, with the first one, which is Vic's 
What's the best deal you've ever got? Well, I I love a good bargain. And interestingly, when I was thinking about coming onto this show, I remembered that when I was a student, I lived on a road called Bad Bargain Lane. Oh. So I don't know whether that was some kind of foreboding about the fact that, you know, I would... Uh, who wanted to commemorate their bad bargains? Yeah, what's so it just that? That's not normal, it's weird, yeah. isn't it? It's like, oh, come here for <laughs> your yeah. bad bargains. <laughs> That's my old, oldie world. Oh, voice. is that oldie world? Come I, here. I thought it was your... Bristol. I was thinking, uh, God, I don't sound... know that. But uh, yeah, no, oh. it's actually it's actually in York, Bad Bargain Lane. So if anyone is in York, um, I mean, they're quite posh there, really, aren't we they? We should go. We yeah. should do like an on the road episode where we go <laughs> and broadcast live from Bad Bargain Lane. I feel like <laughs> you could have a little the... stall, yeah, couldn't you? <laughs> like hours into our journey, we'll be looking at this moment and thinking, well, yeah, but remember did we, we decided really to do that in the hot room? Do we have to not let <laughs> um, So yeah, I mentioned the lovely Sangeeta who was on your show recently yeah. and, and has been on mine, and um, she had a really great answer to this where she was thinking a bit more laterally yes and so I went off on that sort of tack as well amazing and I thought my sort of best investment best bargain if you like was actually when I decided to start investing in internet dating as opposed to back in the day when I was dating I just would use free sites or use the cheap option so for example I remember being on one that's supposed to send your you your ideal matches and the only profile it sent me was my own back to me (laughs) (laughs) oh that's the harshest I think harsh isn't it you (laughs) I mean they know us comedians don't they Um, but what was weird she's so attractive oh my god (laughs) (laughs) they're all narcissists (laughs) what was really weird was it had calculated that I was only a 73% match, even for myself. <laughs> yeah, I think you highlighted a flaw in that program. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, but yeah, I remember lots of rudimentary sites where if you didn't pay, you could only send one another sort of these weird little like emojis. Hearts or, yeah, yeah, or like a sort of Japanese girl winking or something. <laughs> I thought that was a scam as well because I thought they'd send they they would have shell profiles of like very attractive people oh. to get you to engage with them so you could message them. And I don't think those people were real. I think it was like. Early AI. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I, not to speak to my self-esteem, but I was like, these people don't fancy me. This is this is a, this is a mistake. There's a, there's a glitch oh. in the matrix. Well, so it would say those people have matched Yeah, you. like they'd send but you a little the some... winking emoji, but, but like, you have to you have spend to... money to talk to them. Oh. So that's what I would do if I ran a site like that. Yeah. I'd you're... put some ringers yeah. in. Because you're cynical and ruthless. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I'm wondering if that's illegal. What are the legalities of online dating? I don't know. know. Because people lie on there all the time. Yeah. (laughs) But I mean, on the part of the company to pretend someone exists who doesn't exist. Generally don't think lie. (laughs) But yeah, I, I, I think was probably like many gay people... I was an early adopter of of online dating because it was harder to meet people or yeah. you didn't know who was queer, who was open to being approached by somebody of the same sex, um, you know, could quite literally be beaten up. You know, yeah. um, there, there was sort of violence, particularly, you know, amongst some of my, you know, gay male friends. Yeah, th- there were some really weird sites and I remember one um, site we used to go on a lot was called Gaydar Girls and I met a woman who 
had brought along a panel of her ex-partners to sort of interview me, like a sort of X-Factor audition. <gasps> That's what? such a choice. What? <laughs> what? I know, because she said, oh, I'm meeting some friends, but they'll be going when you arrive. They didn't go. They didn't <sighs> go at any point? No. It was like a... No, oh. they stayed for like the whole thing. Well, by rights, you should be allowed to do the same. Yeah, just right. You should. She should have then waited around while you rounded up access. Oh, to... I see. Well, yeah. That's I mean, such a weird... you know, she kind of caught me off guard. I, yeah. I didn't, you know, uh, have them all to hand to uh, round. That would be good, wouldn't it? Well, here are my exes. Yeah. I see you, and I, I see raise what you've you. Done, yeah, three, <laughs> I raise your three five. exes. <laughs> yeah. Two of them have got cats with them. Where are your cats? <laughs> 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 but when I finally decided that I was going to pay for some of the more sort of, if you like, premium websites, like I remember Guardian Soulmates was always seen as, you know, that was the posh yeah. one where you might meet, you know, better class, better class of person. And that's actually closed down. I didn't realise it closed yeah, over the pandemic, no. which is, is weird because I thought everyone was suddenly on dating websites then. I guess uh, Tinder's so prolific. Yeah, I It came I in and it was it was free and, and everyone like, was yeah. there. So <laughs> I think it did. It sort of it came in and did what uh, what Zoom did <laughs> for, <laughs> for uh, yeah for those kind of digital calls and just yeah. wiped everything else off the map. I suppose so. I think Tinder has ruined dating and and I also think Zoom ruined the pandemic really because uh, introverts were just having a brilliant time until some yeah. horrible extrovert decided we could have events yeah. online. It's open to box we can't close now because everybody wants a video call and I'm like, can oh. we just yeah. talk on the phone like the good old days yeah. where I can make faces at you That's and a- be going about my business but yeah I do yeah tinder is like nothing I didn't I was not single in that era but I watched it with uh, confusion and horror <laughs> <laughs> even though ultimately I met my wife on a site that I had not paid to join plenty of fish um I feel like it changed my mindset about dating because I felt I had joined one or two where I'd you know, subscribe to a more premium tier. But then you've got the weird choice, haven't you, of do you just pay for one month or if you get like three months or six months, yeah. you could pay you hope, less, you? Like but the- you think, oh, well, I'm going to meet someone in one month. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so your wife is your best bargain. <laughs> yes, yes, let's say that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the next question, what's the thing that you've had to buy but you completely resented spending money on? Well, I resent spending money on gym memberships um, and I have now, I live in Bromley now and there is a Virgin Active around the corner. Ooh, fancy. I know, it's quite fancy. Because that is one of the premium ones. It, I know, it is good. And the reason that I wanted to join a gym is because I love swimming. I don't really like the gym. I can't, I can't stand all the machines and stuff. So... I I joined this place and I pay 70 quid a month and I there's always people in the sauna as well discussing how much they pay and like people who joined like 20 years ago are like oh I only pay 30 quid a month but yeah I only really use the pool so it feels like there's a whole load of the gym that I'm not really using and all the classes and stuff I'm not really that interested in that and they love advertising the classes to you that's all pure gym wants to talk to me about it's like no no 
Public humiliation, not my vibe, actually. <laughs> I wanted to bring back the COVID screens between the machines oh, so yeah. I can just be, have my own little private booth. That's lovely. Like, yeah. I miss that. Oh, Why yeah. do I have to see other people? Why take them away? Oh, I miss, no, I miss the pandemic. Agree. I was happy and safe <laughs> in my little booth. Yeah. yeah. Um, so before <laughs> I did join this gym, I what I used to do quite obsessively was free gym trials. I don't know if they still let you do this now. <laughs> yeah, you get the like the gym pass for a week. You go or, for a day yeah. or a week or whatever. So I used to travel around and it was probably a false economy to quote um, your podcast title <laughs> nice. because I would get the gym free. But because I kind of used all the ones in my local area, I'd start traveling to gyms all over. <laughs> and if I was doing a gig somewhere, you know, Leicester, Edinburgh for the whole of August, I'd be like, well, I'll try the gym there. I'll try that. You know, I'd take my <laughs> kit with me wherever I went. And so I was the, I was like the free gym trial woman. Although once I messed up because I'd forgotten to take a swimming costume. So I had to pop into a, like a sports direct or. Oh, no, you had to buy year. swimwear. So I needed to buy my swimwear because I thought I can't go naked. Although I have been known to improvise at a hotel that I was put up put up at for a gig and um I realized I didn't have a swimming costume and they had a lovely spa. I thought I'm not letting that opportunity pass no, me. No, that's free spa. Get in so there. I went in my sort of pants and a little vest thing, which was fine because there was only two people in there that morning and they were trying to have sex. So <laughs> <laughs> And you were there, you were like, yeah. don't say anything and I won't say anything. Yeah, they can't exactly fine. look down right, with it, no, can they? Exactly. <laughs> they were like, oh let's go in the jacuzzi. Um oh. uh, but yeah, so I used to have these free gym trials. But yeah, on this occasion, I'd popped into a sports shop to get a swimming costume before going into my free gym trial. And I saw a swimming costume and I didn't bother try it on because I was in a bit of a rush and I saw it said 12. I thought, perfect, that's going to be absolutely fine. I got to the changing rooms. I was like, this swimming costume is really tight. I was really oh, struggling no, to get in it. And you know, when you're sort of wearing some kind of corset, like you're yeah. in a period Paul's drama nodding. or a, yeah. a sort of carry on We've film. We've all been there, yeah. <laughs> Haven't we? Haven't we? Haven't I can we? see the, the facial expressions are going yeah. again now. <laughs> I'm in a mental corset. Yeah. <laughs> Your brain is popping out the top. <laughs> A mental person. <laughs> yeah, what does that even look like? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. The so gym. yeah, so so yeah. I so, yeah, was basically everything. So when you're in anything organs tight, were the whole thing yeah. pops right out the top, yeah. doesn't it? And this was bordering on pornographic because you know, even though I'm. I'm Petite, smallish, and, and certainly was back then. I've always had a good rack, you know. Um, <laughs> and so that was really sticking right out. And I realised that instead of it being a size 12, of course, this was in the children's section. Oh, it was age oh. It was age 12. Oh, no. <laughs> and I was, you know, a 36-year-old woman wearing a 12-year-old swimming costume. <laughs> With definitely a larger than a very ample 12-year-old's bosom. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I was sort of, you know, walking around. I thought, I've got to own it and just, yeah. uh, you know, <laughs> walking around like Pamela Anderson, you know, <sighs> and... Uh, I was getting a few looks from... I think there was just one man in the jacuzzi and, of course, I got in with him and I thought, oh, blimey, 
Uh, he's, 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 he's really a good day. He's really staring. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I tried to make some weird conversation that was, you know, not erotic or sexy. And I said something <laughs> like, oh, it's an acid bath. And <laughs> <laughs> There's almost no good jacuzzi opener, is there? Like No. Yeah. So, you know, just pretended to dissolve. Um <laughs> Oh dear. <laughs> Dr. Crippen style. <laughs> so so yeah, so I had um slightly sort of put myself in deficit in terms of this free gym trial because yeah. I, I wasted money on an admittedly cheap but completely useless swimming costume that, well, that was way, 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 way too small. Didn't decide that was going to be your, uh, yeah, that's my aesthetic now. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> My stage wear. <laughs> yeah, I could have had a completely organs. different career. Didn't yeah. take it back like dripping wet and be like, ah, uh, it wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wonder if you can do that. The tax is still on. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, yeah, fair gym membership because, you know, you were getting so much for free. <laughs> it was, I know. I can't get used to uh, paying for it. And I, I keep thinking, God, how many times am I going to have to come to make this really, <laughs> really feel worth it? Because in the old days, I used to live near um, Brockwell Lido in, oh, in South London. Nice. And so I loved just going there and not not being a member of a gym but now I'm not near enough not near to enough. there because you know my wife has a house in Bromley and works there and so very selfishly Rude. you know <laughs> yeah. very selfishly she wants us to live there <laughs> terrible near, near work what, what? <laughs> outrageous right so something you get targeted advertising for online that completely confuses you I'm I'm kind of a weird one because I'm a queer woman of a certain age, but I also, in my work, I talk a lot about sex and relationships and love in my books and articles and all that stuff. So I Google a lot of quite peculiar things about new kind of dating and sex trends. And so I get this weird hybrid of sort of quite middle-aged and boring sort of outdoorsy lesbian cagoules. <laughs> I don't know what a lesbian cagoule would be. Thought, yeah, I've got a picture immediately. <laughs> and then also sort of, you know, disappointing sex toys. Um, so it, it's... But they're shaped like a flower. That's what women want. <laughs> so it's, it's this weird juxtaposition. And I sometimes get sent some free samples of things. And recently I got some free lubricant, like these two quite sort of generous sized bottles of sort of this quite classy looking lubricant. And one of them said for the front and one of them said for the back. Now I don't want to give, you know, too much away about my own sex life, but it's it's possible that it may be unlikely that we use the for the back bottle. So I just wanted to sort of put it out there. This could be a sort of f offer, a kind of bargain oh, for like, any of your listeners. If anyone would like any, next door. any sort of <laughs> anal for the lubricant, I've they've... got a completely sealed, fresh <laughs> bottle. Um, should anyone want to find out more? <laughs> I bet the ingredients are the same, but if you look on the I, back, I, yeah, I know. I wonder what they do on the back of the bottle. What's, I, I'm intrigued by the difference. Like, let's slightly, not cover that now. Slightly but. different, uh, different formula. But yeah, do get kind of oh, you know, pills or something that will increase libido or, or whatever. I mean, they've long been trying to invent some kind of female Viagra, haven't they, or some yeah. kind of female 
equivalent, which is is quite a complex thing. Um, and of course, I do uh, talk about some of the products like Pussy Rub, <laughs> which you can, um, which I found you could actually uh, try in the shop. You know, they have the trial bottle, <laughs> <laughs> which does make me laugh. Like, why are your trousers off? Well, don't put it there if you don't want me to test it. <laughs> yeah, why have you got a tester? Yeah. <laughs> Right. What do people spend money on that you just don't understand that completely dismays you? I do think um, a lot of the sort of enhancement and grooming kind of things like, well, particularly nails, because I think as a gay woman who sleeps with other women, when women have got like really kind of pointy long nails, that's that's quite scary. And I am concerned about you know, maybe if I was to sleep with a woman with with big nails on, some some there would be Something some mishap. Would rapture. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I do think they can look really cool. And I don't. I'm not averse to painting my nails and a bit of you know good old school nail polish. I'm 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 fine with that. You know, fun colours. Um, but you know, when they've got long, massive talons. Fake, talons i'm a little bit scared i got really i got briefly into them because i had them done for a wedding yeah and took a shine to them because i just my hands look so grown up like that's the best i can describe it because i've got little like stubby little hands and i just just look so elegant i was like completely preoccupied and i was a different woman i was like a career woman i was taking no nonsense i was drumming my fingernails and tables completely bought into it it made you it made you feel different yeah so there was like a psychological i think they're always yeah because they're always sort of Impact. in your periphery so I was aware of like how I was expressing myself so all the photos mm. of me in this era like my fingers are just like gracefully splayed but okay. they were really expensive and once one yeah, comes off much? they look shit they look well, yeah. rubbish I mean once one comes off so I think it was it. £40 to have them done initially and then you have them refilled so it's not oh. having all of the nails done again they just right. sort of sand them down put a different colour on I mean I'm I'm sort of I'm kind of split a bit on, you know, all the things that women spend a lot more money on than men because we feel we have to adhere to certain beauty standards. So, yeah, but, you know, there's all the the other stuff, like we spend a lot on sort of hair and shoes and bags and makeup and tampons, you know, all all of these other things. But, you know, I'm certainly not averse to occasionally glamming up. But, yeah, I think nails, I'm, I don't know, I'm a bit like, oh, it sounds expensive and painful and... But yeah, yeah, like for the long ones, it's like my friend paid, I think, £60. And I was like, that's so much money for something that's going to come off in like yeah. a month's time. Yeah. <laughs> okay. And now the last the last question <laughs> of the round is the worst you've ever been ripped off. Well, I wanted to talk about when my wife and I, before our wedding, we did we did keep it quite small, our wedding, and quite contained cost-wise and just sort of, you know, immediate family and 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 so on but we did want to look nice and we did want to you know wear something we felt good in because about a year before we'd done this photo shoot for good housekeeping magazine because i'd written an article for them and they'd like styled us and you know someone had done our makeup and our hair and we felt like we'd done this photo that was like <laughs> our wedding photo shoot and we thought it'd be really depressing Has if to be the as actual good as wedding yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looked really really terrible and people would be like well that was your actual wedding well i was like no that was the photo shoot um so and the irony is that in the end i did end up uh, sourcing the same dress that they'd they'd put me in in the photo shoot but 
um, we decided to try having a stylist um, and you can go to Selfridges and the stylist is actually free. But what the stylist will do is say, oh, hello, lovely to meet you and sort of faff about wandering around all the clothes for about an hour or so and going, oh, they haven't got much in today. Or, you know, it's like the comedy promoter yeah. goes, it was really brilliant last month. <laughs> Honestly, packed out. I don't know why there's only three people today. <laughs> um, and she was like, oh, I can't understand. There doesn't seem to be much stuff here today. Oh, and and then, you know, in the last sort of five minutes, she'll go, oh, this is brilliant this will work for you and and so she kind of encourages you to buy a load of stuff that when you get home you realize isn't right for the yeah. occasion or for you're you you're just so delighted to be shown all, something you're like oh yeah. thank god something and so she had actually found my wife something that she did end up wearing to be fair my outfit needed to be something that would go with that and she ended up after sort of faffing about going, oh, you know, I don't think there's anything here, you know, and then saying, oh, this is brilliant. And it was this very bright fuchsia pink little, not very flattering sort of shorter dress. And it, yeah, when we got it home, we realised the colours didn't got bamboozled by good, time. Good together yeah. at all. It was too much. And so I have worn that dress once, but only, only once. We went on a dinner date. You we didn't said, take it back. Yeah. So are you committed then to have it or is it just too awkward to bring I know, it back? I don't know. I just felt awkward. I could have taken it back, you know. But it feels a bit cursed then because it's like, yeah, I, think I, I feel a bit superstitious about taking back I was so busy around the time of the wedding. You know, it was just one of those things we think, this is this is doing nothing for me. It's yeah. definitely not my wedding outfit. At least you were, you know, you realised in time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have been awful to feel horribly uncomfortable on the day and be like, oh, oh I look I look absolutely terrible. Although what, what was quite interesting is um, my wife and I are not, and I don't, this is probably true of loads of women but I, the sort of cliche is that, that I always say because we're lesbians but that's not really why but we're not really au fait with walking in high heels and wearing high heels and and the shoes I had were really really high they were really like I mean that that was my favorite part of the outfit they were really sort of shiny yeah. sequiny like glitzy shoes and you know um I have I wore them at my paperback launch as well because they sort of had this glamour but at my paperback launch I was sitting on a stage and I could literally put the yeah. shoes on at the side of the stage and then sit down but at the I wedding, do a lot of that. Hey? <laughs> I do a lot yes. of that. Yes. Like, your shoes are amazing. I'm like, I know, and look how naturally I walk in them and look yeah. how I take them off. For demonstration purposes only. Look not how I take them off immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, at the wedding, we had to do a little bit of walking around. And when we were having the photos done, we walked on some grass. And of course, they just sink down into the grass. <laughs> I mean, how can you <laughs> just like yeah. standing there with your a lot heels of weight on one just single stuck. point? Yeah. <laughs> They're like, well, I can't move. <laughs> You'll all have to orbit around me now. Um, yeah. It's time for quick fire round, Paul. Yeah. Are you excited? Tell your voice. I'm so excited. <laughs> and I just can't hide it. <laughs> you really can't hide it. He's hiding it very well. well. Yeah, uh, you really, you really were well, hiding it. Inside, he's like... Inside, I'm so, yeah, I'm so, so excited. How the quick fire round works. I've got three lots that you are going to tell me what you think it costs. It's fun. Uh, they're weird. They're typically okay. quite weird. And we're going to kick off today <laughs> with... Mermaid tail. The Crystal Maze. 70 minutes for two people inside the Crystal Maze experience in Manchester. 
Mm. The blurb promises 70 minutes of fun and laughter and challenges at the Crystal Maze Live. Experience in the heart of Manchester. Enter the world of the Crystal Maze with this nostalgic 90s experience. Includes an introduction and a safety briefing. No mention on whether or not the Aztec Zone is part of it, though, which was the best one. Right. <laughs> right. It was it was the best one. It's where you, you saw the most casualties. <laughs> <laughs> and that is what you and want. They usually end up in water, which was just that. Yeah. A hundred pounds. All right, hundred pounds from Paul. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think you were along the right lines there. Well, it's competitive, so do you think yeah. it's higher or lower? Is the question? <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> do I just do I say an actual number or do I say just higher or lower? Oh, uh, well, it's up to you. Now, hang on, on is that a hundred pounds for both people? Yeah, so yeah. It's a package oh. deal. It's on redletterdays.co.uk. Yeah, I think so. Okay. No, I know so. so you, like you can go 101. Oh, no, no. no. <laughs> you can't often one, don't give me any information. I usually have to really <laughs> scratch for information. You, so you can go like 101 or 99. That's obviously like the. If you, in, oh, yeah. It might be 99.99. It might be. People like doing that, don't they? There's not 100. Not 100. It's 99.99. Red this, letter but. days don't typically go into pence. There you go. That's a clue. For you, it's no help to you. You've already given your guess. Yeah, but you're not trying to guess the exact. You're just trying to go lower. So you am I just going lower or higher? When you, I mean, you can just say what you think it is, but but if you just want to maximize well, your chance of winning, you depends, just want to go. Like, it depends what the answer is because the person that's closest to it gets the win. So yeah. So for example, if you said a hundred and one pounds, yeah. That'd be safer than going like 125, even if, you know, if you think it's going to be 125, because you're still covered. You if you say yeah, it yeah, okay, mm. Mm, okay. Well, you've won and lost on margins before, like that. Oh, well, you didn't deserve the, the points. You were way out, but somehow the, the oh, guess yeah. was worse. The ups and downs of this are quite. <laughs> so quite this a this was very boring. <laughs> We've got bogged down. Oh We're bogged God. down in the minutiae. <laughs> the detail. <laughs> my word. Thank God it's not live. <laughs> Fine print. <laughs> so so this was an offer. This was a special deal. It's a, mm. it's a voucher, a gift voucher. <laughs> yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm going to say, I'm, I'm going to say less. Um, okay. Let's say £99. <laughs> All right. Well, you've won the point. It's eighty pounds, but yeah. I don't like the way you won the point. So, I know. Uh, yeah. you, you, you were on warning for the next one. Oh, <laughs> no, I don't think. I, she I gave think you it's a firm look. It's a perfectly legitimate it's way a to legitimate play the game. strategy, well, isn't it? Yeah. But surely you want to get it as close to bang on rather than play the margins like that. I don't know. Maybe this is why you present the bit and not do the bit. You've never oh, done the quiz. You don't. You don't know the the terrifying pressure that we're operating. All oh, right. <laughs> Because we well, are you know very tense, you aren't could, we? You, oh, you could yeah. measure that pressure on the precise weighing scales, which is the next item. <laughs> These are for weighing yourself, not food or drugs, and are on special offer at UK Deals at the moment. They are Renfo, that's a name you can trust, smart weighing scales. <laughs> I'm going to say 100. Okay, Paul? Okay. Oh, it's funny because it, it sounds really fancy, doesn't it? Could it could be more fancy than 100. Yeah. I don't know. Let's you know, let's deconstruct what we've heard. Unlimited users, like they, yeah, that was a bit of a, a lot bullshit of info, isn't it? Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. What I've never really, I don't think I've owned scales, but very much not on that end. That feels almost like gym level scales. That's what's getting me. It feels like yeah. those ones they have in the gym that no one really uses. Yeah, um, it is like telling you your left hand is a bit yeah that level bit of scales. fat. You know, yeah, yeah. But I'm still, I'm still, I'm going to say seventy five quid. I don't think I can get that. All right, you've won the point, but not. Not well. Uh, it's, uh, <laughs> See, this is she's very, when you win the point. She's harsh. I often isn't get. She? Yeah, you often get. You get no pleasure from winning. Oh, a point. No. It's gonna be, people are going to be tweeting me about bullying you again. 
Yeah, we don't want another one of those right. tribunals. So they would yeah. be £26.73 oh. normal oh. price, oh, which really? is a bit of a weird price. That is weird, but isn't it? But there's 34% off them at the moment, so they're down to £17.59. £17.59 for a unique level of 13 points of misery. I don't think they're anything like what I'm envisaging. Like, I'm thinking not. about something a lot more like... Brand or, in it. or they're all just a bit higher end now than when we last bought the scales. Yeah, like my, mum's, multiple my mum's still got the one where the little wheel goes up. <laughs> like, <laughs> and you can change it underneath if you think someone's going to have a bad day. Like you can start it on like a higher or a lower weight. See, so like, empathetic scales. Yeah, now that you can just like, yeah, yeah. Be you can nice just help someone out. Like just change it yeah. by a few pounds and so think they've lost oh, weight. I love those old scales. <laughs> yeah. oh. Right now, from one end of the spectrum to the other, the next item is a pie maker. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> now, Paul, how many people buy those together? Yeah, you, right. Do you listen that's to what I want to know? Well, yeah. It's a double people deal. People who liked often buy. Them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We well, see so you recently bought an Alanis Morissette CD. Why not try these other wailing bitches? <laughs> <laughs> you tried Imogen Heap. Um, it's the Progress Pie Maker. It's from Argos and it makes two delicious pies in just 14 minutes. It's a lot of pie per minute, to be fair. It's a good pie per minute. <laughs> two delicious pies. I'm going to say £25. Well, it's £28. So... Oh, you oh, didn't even... Oh, no, but... That oh, gives hang on a minute. I or is this, it? This gives Rosie a significant <laughs> advantage with her gas. Oh, wait a moment. That said, you still got to finish it off, you know what I mean? <laughs> Uh, well, what do you think? I believe it or not, I was going to say possibly just ever so slightly more than £25, maybe around 27 Oh, what? So you were going to say the right answer is what you're telling us. I think that's legit. Yeah. Do you know who the adjudicator is? Me. <laughs> <laughs> Stuart's inquiries found that's fine, legit answer. Wow. It's kind of lucky we don't take bets on this, though. I think it there might is, be some regulatory yeah. problems. But yeah, wow. it's 2-1. Not too bad. Not a bad score for you. Well, I mean, it's the worst of the two scores. <laughs> it's a very sweet... I love how when I get it right, you kind of want to knock me back down. But when I lose, I just like it's to like, keep you humble. still did really well. So if people liked this and they want to hear a little bit more about Rosie Willby, where can they find you? What are you working on at the moment? They can check me out on Twitter at Rosie Willby, Instagram at Breakup Monologues, TikTok at Rosie Willby Author. I'm terrible with having all different handles. I'm sorry about that, everyone. Um, but there we are. Handle it. it is deal with it, is. it. Also, the book, The Breakup Monologues, is available wherever you get your books. And on certain online retailers, you may find that there are some good deals. Who knows? Highly recommended book. Have read. Did enjoy. Flix, are you I'm, doing anything yeah. in, in August specifically? <laughs> anything on? Or? Uh, yeah, I'm doing Edinburgh Fringe two shows. Uh, yeah, my panel show at 4.40 at the stand and my solo show at... I think 125. I'm having a real mental block on the details of that because I want to believe that it's not happening in 40 odd days. Um, yeah, and you know what? Tickets are uh, very much available. <laughs> there are plenty there. <laughs> what? What? Yeah. Do you mean? Unbelievable scenes. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the end, Paul. Thank you. you. Believe it? <laughs> Hooray! <laughs> As always, thanks to the listeners for listening. If you enjoyed it, please rate and review it and tell all of your friends. If you want to see someone here, tag them in on Twitter. Sometimes people can be bullied into it. And if you didn't enjoy it, you can now have 30 days to return this podcast for a full refund. Terms and conditions apply. We'll hear from you next week. Next week.